It's Michael Jai White. I just finished my interview with Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I've known Jason for a while, you know, so he's extended family. And so to be able to, like, embrace him and see what he's doing, you know, my, my boy Jason, you know, he got this show, and that's really what it's all about to me. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Your boy Giovanni. Hold on. And we got the one and only Michael Jai White in the building. Michael Jai White. Yes. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a, a minute, while. Bro. But I'm, I'm proud of you, man, seeing Thank you, you doing your thing, man. Yeah, we up here working. You know, we yeah. had to we had to create a space where people could say whatever the fuck they want. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and you can say whatever. This the is fuck no you censorship want. zone in this building. Got you. Um, okay, so uh, you know, right now the whole Black Panther craze is going on, mm-hmm. and I remember the first black. Yep. Um, I don't want to say it wasn't an action hero. I would say was that a comic? A major, yeah, yeah major yeah. comic book su- uh, superhero in a major motion was you? picture. Yeah, 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 first one. Yeah. And I remember this is when I was discovering that I was gay because I was like, "Damn, his body is amazing." <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you you played Spawn, but that was in 1997, right? Mm-hmm. Right, it's, man. It's- Long time ago, twenty years. Wow, it's been twenty years. It doesn't wow. seem like that long ago. It don't feel like that to me at all. It doesn't. You look yeah. exactly the same. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. black don't crack. Well, I mean, black doesn't Unless crack. And he's also crack. a Scorpio, so Scorpio in the house. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's much calmer than you are. I used to be a lot crazier. Oh really? <laughs> you know, yeah. See, it's the, I'm a reformed Scorpio. Yeah. Uh, I get reformed. It now. I get you it. know. So spawn. Okay, so for yeah. those that may not have remembered, of course I do because I remember sitting at home watching. And being able to see um, a black man on television mm-hmm. playing this character, I thought was it was different than anything I had ever seen. Right. And so now, when people are discovering Black Panther, they're like, "Oh, it's great that we see that." But we've seen it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think with all the current like craze around Black Panther? What do you think about it? Man, I'm so proud of this movie. Hey, I, I go, you know, I'm a little older, of course. So to me, this is like look, look it's like history repeating itself. Not mm-hmm. just because of the Spawn thing. It reminds me of when sweet swag, sweet, sweet, damn it, <laughs> sweet sweet bags badass song came mm. out, right? Okay, say that. And um, yeah, <laughs> th- that's the thing that started the whole black exploitation era mm-hmm. because they did a movie that uplifted a downtrodden people, mm-hmm. and they embraced the hell out of that damn thing. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, this is just like that same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, they they made a movie with powerful black images mm-hmm. that that we were starved for, mm. and you see the result of it, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like that that history mm-hmm. because it's always been there. It's always been a, a, a great source of pride for us to see ourselves mm-hmm. uh, represented in a in a powerful way, mm-hmm. you know. So that that to me is what it, what it what it is. And you're not talking about black. Uh, exploit uh, what is it? Black exploitation. Black exploitation. Well, that wasn't like I'm gonna get you sucker, was it? Is that what, black exploitation? Well, well, let, let, let yeah. me explain it a little bit okay. because this Boxing is one around. one of the reasons why I did that movie Black Dynamite. Mm-hmm. See, I back, love oh that my movie, god, that movie bro. was so awesome. Well thank you. But but <laughs> see back in the day there were these black action movies that uplifted us. We were strong, we were powerful and they were so successful that they got exploited mm-hmm. by Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Thus Black exploitation. So when they first started out, it was no black exploitation. Nothing negative about it. It was just it was just uplifting, powerful movies. Now, exactly, yeah. But like, so imagine, imagine uh, now you got Black Panther, right? Mm-hmm. And imagine Hollywood cashing in and making anything, all, all, any kind of bullshit movie mm. uh, with a with a black, you know. A superhero character mm-hmm. like you know so then it you makes know, tra- a parody trash of it. can man mm-hmm. or something stupid like that right mm-hmm. see and then just keep trying to get in there mm-hmm. see then that would be black exploitation all over again mm-hmm. but it started as a legitimate movie these movies that you know jim brown and fred williamson was mm-hmm. doing like mm-hmm. you know three the hard way uh, the mac uh mm-hmm. uh uh, Superfly, mm-hmm. Shaft. Those were not black exploitation movies. Those were action movies, which mm-hmm. were black heroes. Mm-hmm. In fact, Shaft was written as as a white lead. But wow. since you know, Sweet Sweet Back's badass song did so well, they changed it to for it to to be a black lead. Mm-hmm. So the black exploitation, the exploitation thing came mm-hmm. later. They currently mm-hmm. reach. They they're re, they're doing Superfly now. Shooting yeah, now. I'm like. It, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Like my, Director my, X is doing that. Right. Yeah, yeah, my friend Director X is doing that. And they're doing mm. Shaft 2, which mm. kind of, not Shaft, Shaft 2, yeah. where they're is handing he, it down to his di- son. He's called, he's Director X yeah. now? Yes. Is that Lil X? Formerly, it's little, yeah. formerly okay. Little X, Lil, now Director okay. X. Right. Yes, yeah. he's okay. not little anymore. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. I got None this. of us are. How did you come around getting that role with Spawn, though? That was huge, bro. Bro, man, I just went to a meeting, man. I mean, I'm serious. It was just like, I didn't even know what it was. It was crazy. I went to this uh, meeting. You know, my, my manager said they want to meet you about about something. I had done the Tyson thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And right. I was I was all set to do uh, Mortal Kombat. So I was going to play Jax? Yeah, I was supposed to play Jax in Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. Next thing I know, I got friends going, hey, man, I'm, they sent me out to audition for your, your role in Mortal Kombat. I'm like, what? Oh shit! I'm like, what's up with this? And then next thing I know, um, my manager calls and said, "Yeah, uh, you're Spawn." I'm like, "What was that?" Now you mean that meeting I went to? Mm -hmm. And because I really didn't, I didn't, I wasn't following comic books, Mm -hmm. you know. So uh, then I had, I found out it was a good thing, Mm -hmm. great, but um, nah, but it was, it was kind of crazy. See, one door closed and a bigger one open. That's right. Mm. But didn't you end up playing Jacks? Any, you ended up playing Eventually. Jax. I was yeah. supposed to do that, uh, play that role two other times in mm-hmm. two other movies. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it never happened because the first time I was supposed to play Jax, I ended up doing the Tyson movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second time, I ended up doing Spawn. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do look like Tyson and punch out. <laughs> do I? Yeah, man. Okay. Because <laughs> the gap. His no, gap is not as big as Tyson. The facial features. No, he's, yeah, he, he, okay. this, yeah, the, it's there. Like the oh, whole, the, the idea. The energy. So, you okay, know, some uh, people see other then, things. I don't know. I guess they got Jamie playing playing them now in the new one. They, they've been but saying they've that. that for years. They've and been years saying and that. Years. They say a lot of stuff, man. You don't know until you see it. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, how'd you, know? you how'd you prepare for the role of playing um, Tyson? Because I mean. Was he as enlightened as he is now? God knows. I know. I, I, that was what I was waiting for, that reaction. <laughs> you, know, you know, come on. Now. Nah, this is, this is when he was uh, incarcerated. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I played the role. And they actually, they were really concerned because they said I didn't look anything like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You know, so, I mean, there was, um, I remember when I was auditioning for it, there was, they had cats look just like the dude, man. Mm. I thought they sprung him. Because mm. <laughs> I Clone saw this guy look just like him, and I was like, "Oh my god!" He mm. got the role, but, but, yeah, but maybe he yeah. wasn't a better actor. Clearly, yeah, well, you know that's what they say. But I mean, uh, that was a great opportunity. Mm. Yeah, it's one of those things where you know it, it was a is a hell of a test for me because if I got that wrong, because you know it's one of those things where everybody knows who you playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. usually looking you, at you when you're playing a, a, a mm-hmm. movie about somebody's life, they mm-hmm. either dead or old. Yeah. But this cat is the same age as me. Right. So it's like, if I got that wrong, people was like, you suck. <laughs> they just recently asked Snoop what he thought about people playing him, yeah. you know, and he's still alive. He's like, you know, it's a mixed feeling. Like it's, yeah. I feel I feel appreciated, but like, damn, don't fuck it up. <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah. So was it was it kind of like um, it was a biopic? So was it unauthorized? I mean, I, I know he was behind bars, but how mm-hmm. much interaction did you know they have like HBO have with? Him? Telling this, yeah, and him telling none, the story. None. So how I, do you tell a man's story I tell you, and not tell the man? I, I went renegade on that. <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> see, we, me and me and Tyson had a whole lot of friends in common. Mm-hmm. So you know, I would talk to him through through friends, and okay. sometimes we'd be on the phone while he's incarcerated. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, went to Catskill, New York, where he was growing up, where mm-hmm. he got, you know got the championship, mm-hmm. and I knocked on the doorstep. Mm-hmm. Of the place where he grew up, you know the the group home folks, wow, and the people that were still living there, and you know, and I'm like, hey, this movie's going to happen, yeah, and you know the the people making the movie ain't caring about you know Input. your side yeah. on mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. so hey, you know, share with me so right. I can be you know be as truthful as I can, right, and so they 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 you know. They accepted me with open arms. Did you ever have you? I'm sure you've run into Tyson since you did the a lot of times. And so, what was his reaction? <laughs> well, his job because that could go either way. <laughs> no, yeah. it was real positive. You know, it, like I said, we had a lot of like mutual friends. So mm-hmm. there's a mutual respect thing because mm-hmm. you know he knows. I mean, you know, my my best friend in the world is uh, Frankie Lyles. He was super middleweight champion in the world, and he and Tyson they they fought on camps for years. And you know, I, I knew. You know, I knew Tommy Hearns. All the, I mean, I, I, you know, I was a fighter myself. Right, right. I trained mm-hmm. with these people, right. and so it's you know, no 
separation between, you know, every, everybody knows Frank ain't going to be hanging with no sucker. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it just kind of was mutual. Mm. You trained with yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme too. Yeah, I did. Where is he? Well, he's like around. I remember growing up, he was did like. Did he change his name? No, it's Jean Claude no, no. Van Damme. Okay, like, no, I no. know, but I've been seeing this billboard on like. Uh, in, oh, Jean Claude Van Johnson. Okay, oh, so I'm not. So, I'm not smoking no, 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 crap. No, okay, see, <laughs> that's a that's a um, that's a series he's doing, and okay. he and it's kind of loosely based on him. It's it it seems funny as hell, right? But Jean Claude has a good sense of humor about himself. He had me super confused, and he's still right, doing yeah. them splits, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, man. I man, wish that, I could do that, you know, I, I did uh, did two movies with this this dude, mm-hmm. and I mean, he's a real likable cat. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's real. He's he's fun. He's funny. Um, you know, he, he uh, you know, he, he's a real nice dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I remember when the Jean Claude wait Jean Paul Jean Claude <laughs> no, the Jean Paul Cologne came out. It was oh. just a blue body. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought that was him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Okay, Jean so, Paul Gaultier, you mean? Yeah, Jean Paul Gaultier. Yeah. Whatever it is, I thought so. No, not the same. <laughs> no, but I was a big fan of his because he was <laughs> he was an action hero. I mean, back then we had what's the other guy's name who got in? Uh, he got in trouble for touching girls. Oh, you're talking uh, about Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Oh, yeah. Back shit. in the day, those were like those were the <laughs> right, guys. Right. But Steven Seagal is somebody that you would kind of like you know, say your career was maybe mirrored off of just because just just the martial arts history. Background. No, honestly, um, you know, not to not to put it like this, but my, my career is more uh, is more similar to Wesley Snipes than mm-hmm. because I mean we we do legitimate acting roles right. mm-hmm. and and action, right. yeah. and so um, where you know, I mean, I I've done legitimate comedies, mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff where you don't see John Claude Van Damme doing no, or yeah. Seagal, they do they stay in that lane, yeah, mm-hmm. that you know smoky I mean? eyes Seagal look range, well, yeah, so so you know, I mean. But just yeah, from the martial different. arts aspect, because you've been doing martial arts since you were like eight years old, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and mm-hmm. wow, you are still. <laughs> yeah, you still can get, and he's I'm still married. Um, so speaking of <laughs> speaking of comedy, <laughs> why did they get married? Was probably one of the few Tyler Perry movies I could say one yeah. and two that I've watched that I thought you were Your completely character. crazy in. Well, you can play a real unlikable person. And you play it well. He wasn't unlikable Tom, in that movie. No, no, I Everybody just, I know, but... mixing me up and, I mean, which character did I play? Remember, I, remember I, I was married to Tasha and she yeah. was the crazy Tasha, right? <laughs> yes. Tasha was a damn mess. I love Tasha. No, no, just in general, like yeah. your your body of work is really, you're... you're but wait, let's talk about why did I get okay, married really Okay, quick. sorry, because okay, I'm all over the place. I have a Jill Scott story because you, okay. you, you know, you, you, um, you didn't know you didn't fuck over Jill Scott. That was another guy. See, that's that's what I'm saying. A lot, a lot of people think I'm the guy that, that messed over Jill Scott. No, because you were the guy that was. You guys were making it kind of like you guys were saying it was fucked up, but you were still supporting the bullshit. Well, yeah, yeah. He had the girl I, there. I was, know? I was real immature. My character was was kind of stupid. You had a lot me. going yeah. on. You had a lot going on with yeah, you, yeah, Tasha, yeah. and then the other girl. But yeah. no, what I thought was, uh, so I met Jill Scott. I'm gonna just tell this story real quick. Yeah. So. Uh, Cause I just have to know if it was me. I met Jill, David Banner's house. Uh-huh. Big fan of Jill Scott. I see her and I'm like, oh my god, that's Jill Scott. Right. So I go over to her and I said, don't want to bother you, but I'd like to take a picture. She was like, sure, not a problem. She didn't have makeup on. She was clearly not dressed. Right. She wasn't prepared for being photographed. Right. And people were saying, don't ask her, but she was very cool with it. So we took photos. She said, I just moved to LA. I said, oh my god, if I would love to take you to lunch. You know, if you want to connect me with your assistant. She was like, I got a phone. You can call me. So I called her. That's Jill. I don't think she thought I was gay though, because she oh. thought I was playing with her. I think I know where this is going. And I was just like, I want to have lunch, but like, uh. what's up? And she was just like, all you niggas ain't shit out here. Blah blah blah. <laughs> don't call me no more. I think Jill Scott thought I was trying to Did date her or something. I don't know, but um, how was she to work with? Was she nice? Was See, she- that's the thing. Jill is so just down to earth. Like she, I mean, Jill is so not uh, like a, a celebrity. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that's what's confusing about her with, with other people because. When you sing, you are like you're elevating yeah. mm-hmm. the people because you're touching their heart, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so they they make you into a deity. But you know, but Jill is just real down to earth, and she likes some brothers with some some meat on them. Yeah. So that might have uh, you know. <laughs> I, I know Jill's taste. Yeah, she, I, she, I, she, I, I didn't never. I didn't have the gay conversation with her, but I could tell yeah. how she was responding. I think she thought that I wasn't interested in her. I don't know, but Jill, I love you. I still play you to death. I don't have your number anymore, but call me. Maybe we can go. Yeah, I mean, Jill's the, the type of person. I mean, I'm telling you, Jill, basically, you could walk up to her door. I mean, her, this is her own, 
her old place. But is the height, you know, I mean, she's huge, but you could just walk up and just knock on her door. Yeah. You know, just like it's just a regular house. She lived, she didn't live above her means. She's just so down to earth. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I love that. You know? I liked her. Yeah. Okay, so you and Tasha in the movie. Um, oh, man. How did that, how did the whole relationship with Tyler Perry come together in that role? Because I don't think anybody else could have played it but you, because you two together were just <laughs> that hilarious. That second cell well, phone shit. Oh, thank you. Man. No, the other thing you can relate to is the STD. <laughs> no, because we've been we've been open about having caught an STD before. Those two, no, those two. Oh. We, we, back Dude. in my heyday, I will say this: watching your role in that, I, it reminded me a lot of myself. Oh, a nigga. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. Well, any history? Of, I mean, I, I, you know, um, Tyler and I were friends well before the movie. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I was, uh, I helped him out with uh, the first deal. With House of Pain before it went on the air, you know, we did, he did a a, a ten episode test thing. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I and that became out. that. That's what really like, and nobody cap- ever saw those. Right. That's just that just went to the network. Okay, and then you know he got the deal off of that. But um, me and Tasha, well, it's crazy because Tasha was a friend of his, and so was I, and he put us together for the movie. Mm-hmm. Not and knowing, you two were friends. Yeah, we were friends. You guys dated? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, see, you're good. You can read through all that type of thing. Yeah, um, but yeah, and Tasha and I dated back in the day. Mm-hmm. But you know, we were gonna, you know, kind of keep that secret in a way because it was like, you know, hey, we already knew we had chemistry, mm-hmm. right? And so we gonna play off of that chemistry yeah. that we always had, mm-hmm. right? Was there a third woman? Was there a second woman involved in your relationship with her? With uh, meaning, did you cheat on her with another girl, or did you have another woman while you were meaning when I was with Tasha? Yeah, meaning was art imitating life. Oh, I cheated life. on art everybody <laughs> at that time. Are you kidding me? Like there was no but, your no, geo spirit no, animal no, no, right no, now. No, but but, but what no? What it was? It wasn't even cheating because it was just you know everything. It just was like what it was. how long ago was it? I was what, like, what? yeah, it was what it was. I mean, yeah. we was having a good time. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, ain't, I I didn't lie on lie to people. You know, I was like, I was here, I was there, I was was over there, and (laughs) nobody was complaining, put it that way. Nobody was complaining. (laughs) You know, I I wasn't, you know, I didn't lie to nobody. Right, right, right. So when you and Tasha got together for the film, you guys didn't reveal that you all had had this past before you got. Well, I, that was the plan. That was the plan until I walked. Tasha can't keep no damn secret. Until I walked, I swear, I walked on set one day, right? And I, I ran into, um, first I, I said hi to uh, uh, Sharon Leal. Uh-huh. Hey, Sharon, how oh, you doing? she's beautiful. Yeah. I said, how you doing? And Sharon goes, I'm good. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. What, 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 she what, was, what was that about? And I said, hey, to Janet. You know, hey, Janet. Wait, Janet Jackson. Janet, yeah. And, you know, how you doing today? I'm good. <laughs> and I'm like. What's going on I here? went straight to Tasha. I said, Tasha, did you say anything? She went. Yeah, <laughs> and so she reported all our past or whatever. She's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We was we was doing some girl talking, and I, and I just had to. And oh, girl <laughs> so, talk! So, oh, they know everything. So yeah, so, yeah. everything. So that's what happened, and, I, and, and it was funny because you know women don't they, they, they we just don't show hold on back. Their face. Yeah, yeah, no, we yeah, don't. women yeah. talk with their face. Yeah. Mm. Wait, so how we does do so, how so when you're doing a movie because you've done multiple projects, but a movie like that that the chemistry is just so good. Yeah, how does the cast come together and get that type of chemistry? Well, you know, hopefully everybody does. I mean. Th- me and me and Tasha really worked at this in a certain way. Not only because we had it, in, you know, in, in the past, but we tried to, you know, these were caricatures almost, right? Mm-hmm. So we had to really craft something that made sense. That there was something that we understood our connection. Really, yeah, okay. Or we just playing some damn clown shit, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, we didn't want to do that, mm-hmm. you know. So. It, it worked out because then, it, you know, it the series came out of it mm-hmm. because we really, you know, even though we was amped up, we was playing something that was real. And people, you know, reminded we reminded people, people of the themselves. people that yeah. they knew. Mm-hmm. How, you know? how was it working with Tyler? Did he give you guys the latitude to develop your characters or was he a micromanager? No, no, man. Tyler let us do our thing. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, in a big way. I swear, in the first movie, do you know, I was I was supposed to just be a hairdresser. I was just supposed to be a, mm-hmm. a barber, right? Mm-hmm. I I improv something, 
And I said something in, in an early scene in the first movie. I said, you wasn't saying that when I was playing football, when I was playing professional football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't written. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just said it. Those mm-hmm. moments. And Tasha went with it mm-hmm. and was like, touchdown. Mm-hmm. You always say <laughs> yes. We talk shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then later on, that just built out of that. And guess what? What is the whole series about? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Later on, years later, we do six seasons of a series where, you know, I'm this, you know, former, former football, football player, player who now is a commentator. Mm-hmm. That's just because of our, our co- collaboration mm. and, you know, just being in the moment. So, it, you know, that was something beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we we're working with friends and we're just, you know, collabing. Okay. Speaking of Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Okay. So <laughs> I used to hang out with Don Robinson from In Vogue. And one day we heard that Janet was going to be at the W doing something like an after party kind of thing, but mm-hmm. like a really low key friends mm-hmm. and intimate thing. Mm-hmm. So we booked dinner at the restaurant. So we go there, see Janet. What was interesting to watch with Janet is that all the celebrities that there were, they formed a line for people to meet her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael had just passed away not mm-hmm. too long ago, and there was mm-hmm. this line of celebrities to meet her. And so I get up there, and I had drank a lot because I was nervous. <laughs> and, I, and she goes, hi, how, very nice. Hi, how are you? And I said, mm-hmm. I love Catherine. That's all I said to Janet. Wait, mm. wait, wait, wait. Meaning her mother? The mother? Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, that's the queen of it all. Mm, yeah, and yeah. she was just like, "Hi," and Don was like, "Please excuse my friend, just move out the way." They had their moment, <laughs> but you were on. Weren't you on set with her when Michael died? Yeah, how I mean, was wow. that? Yeah, well, I mean, um, I think we we paused filming for a minute, like, or we pu- uh, pushed it back, if I if I can remember. But yeah, it was a, a interesting time. Yeah, right when that when when yeah, that's right. I was definitely on set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like, because Michael Jackson's not just. Someone's brother. I mean, that's like mega star Michael Jackson. Well, he's the most famous person who ever lived. I mean, there's no, there's no argument to that. I mean, people from five to ninety knew who he was, and you can't say that about nobody in the world who ever walked the planet. Trust me, I'm from Gary, Indiana. Mm -mm. Yeah, born and raised. So I met Michael and and Janet a few times, and Mm. trust me, it hurt me. So I can imagine what she went through. How far along did you guys push back shooting? I, I, for, I forget, man. It, it, it wasn't very long. Okay. Well, because, you know, she, she felt she, like a trooper, she she went into it. She just, mm-hmm. she, think, you know, she went to work. Didn't she, I, I feel like on the second one, was it the second one he passed? Yeah, it was the second yeah. one. And I think mm-hmm. she had that big breakdown scene in the living room or something, I think. Yeah, he was, he was there. That, I was, believe me, I was there. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think yeah. that's why I was like, yo, she was, she really tapped in. Well, possibly, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it was one of those things where it's like she was Same going crazy you know, with the with the golf club and my protective nature was like kind of thinking of okay, let me make sure I, I wanted to be closer to where that that thing was swing because right. <laughs> you know I'm stole. used to being able to block stuff yeah, real yeah. quick in, in case things went. But you know, she she kept it together. Well, to you know, within the scene, and she she didn't know at the time that her husband had AIDS, right? In that in that moment. That movie was crazy. Wait, it was, no, 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 no. Like, it was Where's so... Look at his face. It's a different movie. What movie was that? Different movie. No. What movie was that? Wait. That's a different movie. No. Man, you can't... She found out her boyfriend had AIDS in that not movie. Not in her No. Oh, shit. She, no. Malik Yoba she was fell in love with The Rock at the end. I'm sorry. What yeah. movie was it that she found out? Are you talking about the Omari Hardwick? The movie yes. that was in? Yes. Wait, what movie was that? That uh, Colored Girls. Who there it is. For Colored Girls. shit. That was fucked up. That was fucked up. Damn, man. <laughs> Listen, Mike died in that one, and then she oh, caught AIDS in another. But it was all fucked up either way. That was my point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my you got you got some of that ginkgo biloba. <laughs> ginkgo biloba. I think I sipped a little man, too much. You, of you, you caught me because I was like, oh, what? Like, like wait a minute. You no, started but, thinking like, did he? But, but there was a lot going on in that movie with all those different people. Yeah. Sharon not giving up the cootie cat. Uh, Jill Scott losing all the weight and getting mm. the other boy, which and actually, our you know, the Angela and Marcus didn't have any real problems. Your wife containing really her didn't. mouth was a problem. <laughs> she, like the yeah. dinner, the dinner scene where she just put all the business. Out, that like, was in the first movie. Yeah, that was just yeah, that, but the second movie. We was like. Everything's known. Yeah, me, me and Taj was like, we really don't have no problems in this movie. Everybody else does. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's all good. I love Tasha. Yeah. Will yeah. there be a third one? I'm the wrong person to ask. Because when The Rock showed up, I said, oh, I see where this movie's going. Yeah, when The Rock showed up, 
in the in the last movie, I was like, run, brother, run, <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, wait a minute, Janet Jackson's character, she she, she didn't she didn't buckle the baby and. <laughs> She just killed her husband. <laughs> ran him out. And then, she low-key did kill her, her husband. <laughs> but the rock Then tell everybody, fix it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay, okay. And then it's like, you know, there's the rock. And it's like, brother, you, you need to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the other day, you and I did an exchange <laughs> about the outlaw Jack, uh, Johnny, Johnny Black. Black project. Explain that. What is that? Well, out yeah. In the Black Dynamite universe, mm-hmm. I'm doing. I'm launching my own thing, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it with the crowdfunding type mm-hmm. of thing. So, I had six six offers to fully finance this movie, and I said no. I want to do this with the crowd. So, if I can do this right, this template that I set up for this for this crowdfunding, um, uh, you know, foundation and this campaign mm-hmm. can be can be used over and over. Mm-hmm. So we can start having control of you know our movies you know yeah. so because of the black dynamite universe you know reached you know in it was huge l- yeah, yeah. And it, even in it was in, it was in 50 theaters in France by yeah. itself mm. wow and in different different countries named the the movie different things mm-hmm. so I'm you know cast out to you know g- have these uh giveaways and all these these interactive things with the fan base mm-hmm. and get them involved yeah. right so getting the money up that way so I can do the movie that I want and deliver movies that I want to deliver to my fan base. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, my, my thing is, you know, if you want to check it out, it's www.outlawjohnnyblackmovie.com mm. and get involved and, you know, or you hashtag going outlaw. So did you write it? Yes, I did. And wow. this is a character. Yeah. And you would not believe I've, we have two Oscar winners who want to be a part of the movie. Really? Who? I, I'm, I'm you gonna, can't tell us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell that a little bit later on. But we just started the campaign like yesterday. Okay, and so it's it's like it's building up. How much are you raising? We're we're, we're raising about a million, mm-hmm. a, a million to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the movie's gonna be done no matter what, right? right? So what we're doing is we gonna match whatever the the crowd base puts out. We gonna match it because mm-hmm. you have you know? a certain time period to raise it, right? Yeah, we're gonna do do this for thirty days, mm-hmm. and so there's gonna be a we got our own like this. This is you know Outlaw Johnny Black, our own whiskey. Mm-hmm. Now who is Outlaw 20, Johnny Black? Is, Tell is, him. Is, is me. It's kind of that's kind of <laughs> he resembles the brother from Black Dynamite. You gotcha. know how like say Jim Brown would do in a mm-hmm. new movie, he'd be slaughter mm-hmm. or he'd be slayed in another mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, so it's kind of similar like that, but. Mm-hmm. Man, the people that's that's down with this movie already, you would not believe. But, but do you? But you yeah. have enough friends to just text the link and get the money if you wanted to. Basically, but you're putting it out to the fans. But let me tell you, because if the fans are involved, if they're invested. Right, yeah, they feel good. Then, yeah. then wherever is hot with them, I'm bringing it to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to deal with a studio to say we're going to put it in here. here. Exactly. No, I don't You'll even want to control deal with the distribution. That. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know. I you know, if I wrote the movie, I wrote the movie for my people. Mm-hmm. Right, and I know how to reach my people. Mm-hmm. The only reason that Black Dynamite existed, mm-hmm. you know, and, and was successful was because of word of mouth. Because mm-hmm. you know, every time people find out about it, it's because somebody told them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it wasn't because the studio knew how to market the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Did you put the money didn't. up for Black Dynamite, or did no, you get investors? No, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. See, which is you know something I learned. Mm-hmm. Now. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of very powerful movies that have, you know the movies that I got for the last half of the year. There's some real strong movies that would never get done. Mm-hmm. You know, during the Hollywood system, stuff that we really want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, in the same vein of, you know, this this kickstart with um, Black Black Panther. You know, there's a lot of the, the, we we want uplifting and powerful imagery. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is something that I've been on for a while. And I've, I've been playing this chess game all over the world doing movies like, you know, in three days I go do a, my third movie in Romania. I'm doing mm-hmm. stuff in Russia and all that type of stuff. I'm doing all of this to put it all together and to have the worldwide appeal. Mm-hmm. And so my whole thing is to bring it back and then be able to, you know, uplift other people, get behind their movies and do it worldwide. Because our culture is the only culture emulated Worldwide, I don't mm-hmm. care if I'm flipping channels in China. I'm looking at young Chinese kids imitating hip hop. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I'm in, when, yeah, I'm in Romania black- in the clubs, and I, I swear, I got this on my phone. I got video of this. Mm-hmm. People 
in Romania, right? Which is walking. No, it's worse than that. It's, you know what they doing yeah. in the clubs? They flicking napkins. Oh, they're making it rain with napkins. I got it on the phone. I got video. I'm like, nobody going to believe. No, this. you know what's interesting on Hollywood you know? Unlocked? We just, we just posted these yeah. three Asian boys singing the Dream Girl song. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. And they were killing it. Yeah. But everybody was like, oh, my God, it's amazing. I'm like, that's our song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you 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 think our culture, uh, being all over the world, is you know, <laughs> and our movies don't. I mean, I was watching. Trans- I was watching. In, 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 come on now. In Black Panther, the, you, I heard like Chinese trap. Chinese mm. trap music was played in the soundtrack of the movie, like in the score. It was right. kind of fresh though. Well, I watched the I watched the actor, uh, the the star of Black Panther, talking in an interview with somebody about. Uh, he was talking to today's show. Chad I was watching, Yeah, I was watching yeah. in Australia. He mm. was. He was saying that he found it so crazy because they were asking him, like, did you imagine the success of this movie to be this big? Mm-hmm. And he said, I am shocked at how people don't believe black films can be this big. Right. Well, see, like, or that we can play these roles. Mm-hmm. Man, here's a, it's, it's the messaging, bro. Mm-hmm. It is the messaging. It's like this. They try to say black films don't you know, don't sell overseas. All right. The truth is the way you frame it. Mm hmm. Most films that we make are comedies and dramas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Most white films are comedies and dramas. Mm-hmm. So you, it's just like saying black on black crime. Mm-hmm. Well, most white people commit crime against other white people, but mm-hmm. you don't hear white on white crime. It's mm-hmm. the framing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the mo- most white movies are comedies and dramas, So and they don't sell overseas. Yeah. No, they right. don't. Yeah. So you can it's say most white m- movies don't 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 sell overseas mm-hmm. if you wanted to say that. Mm. But what it is is action. Mm-hmm. There's no black action movies that don't sell overseas. Mm-hmm. I'm living proof of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm living proof. I'm I'm in. You know, there's Russians that go, and I say, you know, I mentioned Denzel Washington, and I'm going, and they don't know who he is. I'm like, are you kidding me? But w- when you you think about it, it's like that's right. They have their own dramatic actors. They mm-hmm. have their own comedians stars, yeah. in all these other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are the only foreigners that we know, Jackie Chan, Jet mm-hmm. Li, mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. who else do we know oh, from Helen, the country? Helen Dan. Helen Dan. Hip Man. Yeah. Who? who else do we know from those countries? Dan Mirren. We know them because... Helen Mirren? Whatever. What? Helen Mirren. <laughs> she's red, a, red she's and a red too. She's a foreigner. She's a foreigner, and no. she's been in action movies. No, no, yeah, yeah but, but, <laughs> he's like, wait, but, but no, not I mean, really, just, not really. But, <laughs> but, but she's not really. But I mean, she's speaking. She's, she's not English, an action she's hero. She's speaking English. <laughs> yeah. She's speaking English. She's speaking better English than we. But I'm saying you don't know anybody else from China. Yeah, mm. you know, you yeah. know Jackie Chan. You know mm. Jet Li because mm. action films are worldwide. Mm. Right. That's why people. I'm doing a movie in Romania, and I'm doing movies in. In Thailand and mm-hmm. all this stuff because they know who I am mm-hmm. because I I kick people in the head and that right. translates. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> kick people so, in the head. Yeah, so, so yeah. you know, that's what it is. So that's why Wesley Snipes movies have always done made very money. Well, yeah. and, and, you know, that's why Steven Seagal has still done movies and mm-hmm. movies that you don't even see opening theaters here. Mm-hmm. They're opening in theaters in other countries, there. right? Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what is is happening. So it's the framing of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no there's no black action movies that don't make money. So this happened to be a black action movie because because they had the nerve enough to make it. Mm-hmm. It would have always made money. But when you have this is what this is what frustrates me about black filmmakers though, and, and this I think adds to like the narrative that I don't even want to say the narrative, just the the ability for people to feel welcomed into a debate over black film. Like mm-hmm. when Tyler Perry comes from living in a car, homeless, mm-hmm. dude ain't got shit, mm-hmm. but a dream and makes it. And 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 I tell you, I had every Medea video mm-hmm. that existed and watched them probably a thousand times mm-hmm. each to be able to go from there to where he is and then have Spike Lee come and try to diminish his success by saying that ain't real black film. Oh, yeah. And mm. then John Singleton do the same about the Tupac film. It's just like we can all be critics to ourselves and with each other, but like I feel like... But let's not air our dirty laundry. It's like when you're growing up in your house. Yeah. Uh Thank you. I say, hey, don't argue in front of the children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Keep that under wraps, man. I mean, personally, that's my feeling, man. That, yeah. I think it's ugly to do that, but we've been taught to hate ourselves so so much and hate it's, each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just it's, it just goes so deep, man. Like, look, you know, and it it's um it really shows in our in our art forms. I mean, you think about it. 
you know, nature of a lot of early black comedy was, you so black, your mama this, your mama that, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Dirty because, dozens. you know, because it was like, hey, you know, we, we're, we're at each other. Mm-hmm. And no other nationalities were doing that. You know, uh, rap was like, I'm better than you, I'll kill you, I'll do this, I'll do that, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I'm the man, blah, blah, blah. Because it's reflecting some of the attitudes that was happening. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's just reflecting what we... You know the self hatred we we you know kind of came up in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you know it's just it's going to take a minute to get rid of that you know and and when we actually start you know it's like people keep talking about this white supremacy it's not the white supremacy from the white people it's the white supremacy that you start believing yourself mm-hmm. and you think that you're less than and you don't deserve things and you sabotage your own your own Success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the that is the main white supremacy that we have to deal with. The, the, the stuff that resides in us, mm-hmm. thinking that the white war is better. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, back in the day. You know, I, I've gone on to like, say that I feel like, and yeah, I know people are going to be upset when I say this, but I feel like more black people have tried to hold me back than white people. Absolutely. Not to say, that, and that's not to say racism is not real. I'm right. just saying mm-hmm. that I've had more white people say. I, I support that. I believe in. I, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Then, and, and then black people say you shouldn't do that because this or you can't Perhaps do that. Because but, that. But, but, but let's look mm-hmm. at let, let's look at where this comes from because mm-hmm. it the, strangely it comes out of love mm-hmm. and it's not even just okay. Back in the day, I mean, we, you know, you know, we all do things that we've seen, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care what somebody tells you to do. We we do what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people, you know, not to just be you know sound racist, but there are certain cultures. Right. There's things in Italian culture that people learn. There's things in Jewish culture that they learn from the older ones, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know, the guilt thing and whatever. And mm-hmm. all. But now. Uh, but look at us. Well, like just a few generations ago. Hey, you ain't no, you ain't nothing but a nigga. Don't go thinking that you're good. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Our, our old folks said that. You mm-hmm. know why? Mm-hmm. Because somebody who said, "Hey, I'm going to look this white man in the eye. I'm going to mm-hmm. get. A, I'm going to get an education." And you get those people for that. were hanging from a tree, mm-hmm. and so they tried to keep you alive by saying, "Boy, mm-hmm. you don't go thinking that you're any better than anybody else. You ain't nothing but a nigga. Uh-huh. You, you you keep your head down as a form like of a, perfect, pr- protectionism and love. Yeah. Okay, yes. but we keep doing what we've seen, right? But we're not dismantling mm-hmm. the fact that the, the, the times change. have changed, right? You know what I mean? So it just comes, you know, it, it, I, I don't want it to come from a place of self-hatred. Mm-hmm. It came from a, a place of love, but mm-hmm. we keep doing it mm-hmm. as a knee-jerk re- re- reaction. reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got to check. I even have to check myself yeah. because I realized as, as conscious as I am, mm-hmm. this there was a time where there could be a an actor mm-hmm. who's contemporary with me that would fall upon hard, hard times. And it was part of me that celebrated it. Mm. And I till till a part. And Gabrielle Union spoke to, about that. Yes, yeah, that being essence. a mean girl. Yeah. But like you, you know, we got to start with ourselves and go. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. And I hated mm-hmm. that part of me, right? Yeah. Because I knew it was conditioning, right? From from some from some way back, right? And so I fought against that, and I yeah. can't stand it, and I don't have that in me anymore. Yeah. I love. See, I, I mean, want. I will. You know, you know, I'm going when I leave here. Yeah, I'm doing uh, a post to to celebrate. Um, uh, uh, what's um, Netflix? What is it? Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You know, I'm doing a poster up that, right? You know, to help you know promote that, mm-hmm. and you know th- that's you know some a lot of people go, oh man, Luke Cage. Uh, I wish you would have been. No, I'm I'm getting behind that, bro. Right, right. right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know I'm eradicating that chronic that bullshit from mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. You know because I'm gonna uplift everybody I possibly can. What would you credit wow. as your you know the process of your you know, personal evolution, because I mean, I would have thought that, you know, just, you know, having done martial arts since you were eight years old, mm-hmm. that teaches like teaches you a certain kind of discipline, you know, but off air, we were talking about, you know, anger issues you used mm-hmm. to have in your youth and yeah. how you just, you seem so Zen now. But so what would you say and credit as, you know, what moved you in the direction of growing past your rage, your anger, your your selfishness, your maybe even self-hatred or whatever the case is. What would you credit with yeah, just having done that? My eyes being open and finding out the true reasons behind Any things. mentors mm-hmm. that kind of led you down that path? Well, I had to do it myself. Right. You know, really, I had to dig down. And, you know, and, and I wanted to be my best 
my best self. And, mm-hmm. and I realized a lot of my anger, like a lot of people, and plus I was a school teacher beforehand. Mm-hmm. Really? And I used to teach this. And, and maybe, what maybe grade this, though? I was about six, to seven, six, seven, and eighth grade. Ooh, that's the Once worst thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but I was a... Badass I, kid. Yeah, I was a badass kid. So I understood it. <laughs> they couldn't fool me. Right. You know, I've been on my own since I was 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've been through Same. stuff that looks, you know, just like it's movie worthy. Bushwick, like, Brooklyn. Yeah, and that would just be called Wednesday. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But, um, but really, when it came down to it, is I, you know, I, I look at it like this. I, 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 I compare it to a, a traffic jam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you can be in the traffic jam and uh, you'd be pissed off. Why? Because you don't know what, what caused it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. First time you ever p- pissed off about anything, you ask yourself, what the fuck is going on? Why is this? How did she? Everything is, starts with a question. Right. Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's causing the traffic jam. Mm-hmm. But when you get up, uh, you know, in, in ahead of it, and you and see you the see. car overturned. Mm-hmm. Are you mad anymore? No, no, you feel no. Sorry. no. You, feel bad. You, you know what caused it. You're right. not mad anymore. Mm-hmm. And how many traffic jams do you have to be in before you realize it's not a conspiracy against you? True. So you, we yeah. can get in a traffic jam right now, mm-hmm. and we can choose to be mad about that shit. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Or you can go. There's a good reason from this. I'm gonna turn on the radio. I'm gonna call so and so. You can do anything you mm-hmm. want. But so I use that that analogy every time I'm you know, if I'm it's almost like the serenity prayer. Mm. Well, if I'm, I'm if I'm angry about something, there's there's something I'm missing. I go, what? The, mm, let me think about this. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, when I uh, I um, just occupy myself with the answer, I usually mm-hmm. find the answer, mm-hmm. and I just think that is something that uh, changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I was telling Jason before you came in, and I was telling you. When I first met you, and like mm-hmm. when you came in, you said you're a reform reform Scorpio. Scorpio. Uh-huh. Reform Scorpio. Mm-hmm. I met you at Zen Lounge about three, four years ago. Okay. And I also have a cult classic character by the name OG Bobby Love. And at this time, I believe Black Dynamite was just taking off. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yo, this may be the guy that helps me get this script off the ground because he understands cult classic character mm-hmm. based films like Pootie Tang or." Or Anchorman, all that. Who do you think? I remember so, those days. <laughs> I came up to you, nervous as shit. You was standing up there, and you had this like kind of chain around your neck. Uh-huh. Original choker days. Uh-huh. And um, I said, uh, yo, Mike, man, um, love Black Dynamite, man. I got this script I would love to hopefully get your opinion on. And the look you gave me, <laughs> I could still see it in my mind. And I just walked away, felt <laughs> so defeated. I went home. Maybe just, it was Spawn that you were talking to. No, this was, that was in the 90s. <laughs> but I say all that to say, I don't get that vibe from you no more. Like you say, you was probably lit that day. You was probably having a bad day. You was probably irritated how small the place was. It was packed. Let me tell you something. Let, 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 me, let me offer this. And, man, I tell you, um, this is something that it's going to be. <laughs> I have to give up. Fact is, my my looks sometimes do not reflect what's going on inside. Uh-huh. I swear to you, there 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 are there are like uh, candid photos of me where I'm like, well, I look so damn, why do I look like that? You know what I mean? Super I'll look, intimidating. I'll, look, I'll be thinking about something. Mm-hmm. I could be thinking about something and. You know, my wife really helps me out a lot. She's like, like fix your face, fix your face. Like, like, yeah. Like, she, and she'd be like, you know, you, you know, do you know how you just respond? And I'm like, mm. oh shoot, like that happens a lot. Yeah, like, I could be thinking like, okay, I could be listening to you, but sometimes there is there's an assigned image that's connected with me, mm-hmm. and I'm not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Because people you, see you're intimidating, just in general. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You are, yeah, but yeah, but it's it like I've like, even been like I'm telling you, like okay, look at like my, my <laughs> this is a relaxed that's, face. That's, 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 that's his resting bitch face. Yeah, resting bitch face. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, brother, that was the same goddamn face. Yeah, but, I saw but see, like, you, ask me what I'm thinking about. <laughs> Unicorns, like Unicorns cherry and pie. Pie. <laughs> Be like, smile, Michael. I'm, I'm thinking smiling. about cats playing with yarn. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? But but honestly, like, I swear, in, in my heart, I don't think that way. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. In my heart, I want to help everybody. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, I don't hear very well. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. I don't know what the, mm-hmm. what the situation, I don't remember what the situation mm-hmm. is. But I know without a doubt, I never feel ill about somebody coming to me talking about their dream. I mm-hmm. never have felt that way in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm glad we talked it down. And, well, and I'll and say, I'll yeah, but, but I do, I, I I do give it up that. that I look like an asshole. Well, I will <laughs> say. I, do, I look at my, I've seen my own pictures, pictures and be like, 
God <laughs> damn! I'm mad as hell. Yeah. Well, I'll say every time that I've met you, uh, you've been cool to me. I mean, we've always had a. No, Sonny wasn't cool. No, but now let me I say know. there was a. Um, the, we hung out years ago. I'm going to bring it all the way back. We oh, had, I we, know. You know, Claudia's. <laughs> you know, you you was Claudia's no. friend, and all, yeah, know, we, all we were the, really, we were really, really close. Dinners that then. we had. Yeah, we had we had Thanksgiving dinner. All yep. of us, a bunch of people. Yep. The next thing on the. Internet, y'all are having an affair from a party that I was at. Exactly. Yeah, I knew it wasn't true. Right. Where we were literally all in the same room the whole night, <laughs> but but you didn't. Cho- you chose not to go and address it all on Instagram, and all. you no. didn't do all of that. Why? Because it does. It's hard. Because I mean, like mm-hmm. I always go with Melissa. Sometimes I think she responds to people's bullshit at times. And I even found myself responding to things at times. So we have conversations well, yeah, about... yeah, I mean, like, nobody's exempt from, you know, feeling like the sting of, you know, an, an accusation. People, an accusation. people that don't know. Exactly. And brother, exactly. you don't realize you were front and center the first time Claudia ever told me about Facebook. I didn't know wow. what y'all were doing. I know. It was the strangest <laughs> thing. I came over. Mm-hmm. I'm just simple. Mm-hmm. I'm just simple. I don't even think... Anything I, I don't think about me being an actor. I, I'm, I'm just hanging. Yeah. And Cla- Claudia is like a little sister, like mm-hmm. a little cousin to me. Mm-hmm. And I've always been, you know, fighting for her, telling her like to focus and mm-hmm. you know study, you mm-hmm. know, and, and mm-hmm. helping her, you know, for like you know uh, like auditions and things like yeah. that. And she knows your wife. Yeah, and 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 you know, and to me, he's an extension of you know, he's family too. Like mm-hmm. so. I remember one time I came over. You know me. I'm standing at the stove, just you know. I'm. I don't even put nothing in the plate. I'm standing over the stove eating stuff. Yeah. But, but somebody said something. Bernadette was there. Mm-hmm. Somebody said something, and then they said, "Say that again." And everybody pulled out their phones, and somebody repeated themselves. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> and, every, and I was like. You know, I was like, I demanded an explanation. <laughs> an explanation. And y'all, y'all started explaining to me yeah. about the whole Facebook thing. Social media. And social media, Claudia sat down and said, oh, see, I'm going to pull up your name. And she went, I said, what? There's nothing negative about you. Yeah. And I was like, is there supposed to be? And she was like, read my stuff. <laughs> I was like, damn. That was the That was, the that was introduction your induction into, into social Into that whole thing. Yeah. And so... You understand? I didn't even know. Yeah. And then, and I go, oh, somebody's saying that me and Claudia is having an affair. Well, that, that sounds silly. Well, they're stupid to believe that. Give me some more turkey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your wife, wait. You know, I didn't think anything about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What's you your know? wife? What was the response from your your, your other half at the time? At, at, the, at the time, we actually the next day. No, I'm we t- took a picture to get with me, Claudia, her and Claudia at our house. Just I remember as, that. And, and we like smirk like. Can yeah, I, that's how you. But can I just tell it? you, like, I called mm-hmm. Claudia. I was like. Because, see, the thing, I, I just saw Claudia recently at an event, yeah. and she just walked in the door. Before she walked in the door, I said to Melissa, where's Claudia? Because I know she should be in here taking pictures of herself. Because we all know Claudia mm-hmm. is the selfie queen. Mm-hmm. She walked mm-hmm. in. I said, I just asked Melissa where you were at because I told her you were going to take pictures. She put out her phone. She goes, I haven't yet, but now I am. She started taking pictures. <laughs> but I remember when I saw that picture of you all, I was like, did she really? Because you didn't know about social media, but we knew about the drama mm-hmm. of it all. I'm like, did she really go over there and have to get a picture with the man and his wife? And then mm-hmm. she was on. It was like you could tell y'all were just like, we're really? good, right? <laughs> right. Did yeah, you I feel mean, all of that was weird to I have to even do all that? I, I, I still to this day, I, I, social media wise, I'm like kind of, you know, distance it, yourself. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's you know, I just got to be me. Like um, my wife is, you know, more adept at it and. I got more, um, I guess, open with it because she would post stuff about us and everything else. And at first I was like, why are you telling people our business? But, yeah. you know, she was saying happy stuff. Right. Yeah. So then I started posting kind of to back her up and stuff. Then people started like, you know, a post I did went viral. <laughs> and I'm like, God, damn, man, what? what? Uh-huh. But, um, you know, now there's folks that's, you know, we're. We're writing books on relationships and stuff. Like that's that. awesome. Aww. So it, it, it's, it's but she's cool. a doctor, right? No, no, no. She, no, she's she's a she. Um, she's not doing that. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, but I remember, like, like as you're one of the few, <laughs> one of the few people that don't have a lot of dirt. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just felt like, like sometimes social media, and I'm learning now, coming, mm-hmm. you know, being more out in the public and doing mm-hmm. things that 
I was telling my friend the other day who was talking about getting reality TV. I said, the minute you decide to be in the public, you have to just accept what comes with, come that. with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have yeah. no control over it, especially women. I feel like a woman nowadays, she could take a picture with a man later. Tonight we're going to 50 cents party. She's mm-hmm. going to be dating 50 tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm allegedly 42 now. Well, no, that's mm. definitely um, <laughs> <laughs> questionable. Well, listen, yeah. Mike, I'm glad that you came up here. What else do we want to tell the people? And where can they go again to see your projects? That yeah, you're, that you know, you're there, there's a, I'm official Michael Jai on um, uh, Instagram. Uh, hashtag Michael Jai White. Uh, on the other stuff, the real Michael Jai White at, at uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm proud of myself for knowing these things. So usually I look at my wife and go, can you what tell them it? what this is? Uh? <laughs> but, but definitely follow me as hashtag going outlaw mm-hmm. or www.outlawjohnnyblackmovie.com and get involved. You can, you know, people can get parts on the movie. You know, I'm looking so, at the yeah. yeah. I, I got the link. You sent me yeah. the link. I'm going to share that link on Hollywood Unlocked. Yo, share it on mine. And guys, hopefully, I mean, it's good to see people taking control of their own stuff. Like Hollywood Unlocked, I mean, wow. yeah, we got Floyd's support and all of that, but we created this thing and just, we control it. And I was saying to somebody yesterday who was offering me an opportunity, I said, I have, this is how we started the meeting and Jerusalem was there. I said, I have no interest to kiss your ass and I have no interest to waste my time. Mm. If this is going to work, let's talk about the business. Let's get down to it and let's do it. But I have no because whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's already written. Now, yeah, if it's yeah. not going to happen with you, it's, it's on its way. But mm-hmm. I just want to speed up this process. And he mm-hmm. was like, I'm from New York. I want to get the deal done. I'm like, okay, cool. I love that. But see, you've always been this dude, man. <laughs> Asshole. That's why, that's why, no, you've been honest, man. And, and you know, as I get older, man, it's like I, I, there's not many people I, I really embrace. Mm-hmm. Unless people you know, are coming from the same kind of place. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you know that's and I respect you, and I'm 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 super proud. Appreciate that to, to see you doing your thing, and that's Appreciate that's it. like one of the main things for, you know that brings me here, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I love that you've been, you know, you've been courageous, you've been transparent, open. And you know, just been a, a hell of a spirit, man. I appreciate so, that. You know, so I really embrace it. Embrace that, man. Still an asshole, though. Gio, remember that every show. <laughs> you get to sit here. You get the privilege to sit with this courageous spirit every. You said contagious. <laughs> Don't. That's you. <laughs> Mike, you have definitely Thank just you, lit man. a flame and fire under this motherfucker's ass. No, listen, he just said everything you already know. Oh, God. No, but thank you, Mike. I appreciate you coming. Yes, and thank don't you be a so much. And, oh, wait, one more mm-hmm. thing. He, You heard what he said. You can get a role in the movie. Because last time we had Nick Cannon here, I asked him to be on Wild and Out, and I got casted. So I'm going to have to go through those parts. So I'll just take a little part. You're an actor. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm getting in that. It looks <laughs> legit as fuck. Them chops and them, that stash. Oh, Woo. Yeah. All right, well, listen, we'll share the information. And uh, appreciate you coming on and All blessing right, us now. with your presence. And we're out. But, uh, uh, yeah, we can recap. I, I'm going to just knock it out the park. Yeah. Cause I you, just got you back. Had, yeah, exactly. Australia. Oh, gosh. How did you like it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> couple things one 14 hours on a plane mm-hmm. ridiculously insanely horrible actually 16 really? no it's 14 hours on the plane there and when you get there you've skipped a whole day i mean yeah. similar to when we went to japan yeah. but um i did not like the flight at all it was I hate horrible that flight to australia really I hate why it. one i was sitting next to a friend of mine who was deathly afraid of heights and so the whole way he thought he was gonna die so he kept praying the entire time Lee? which was yes which was annoying <laughs> then across the aisles my other friend mm. who's well, I'm not going to say his name, and I and I did post him, but the video's deleted by now, so nobody will know who I'm talking about. But all he had on his mind was how many people he was going to fuck when he got to Sydney. That's mm-hmm. true. I remember those days, 25, 27, maybe oh, even man. around 30-ish. Mm-hmm. But like now that I'm 40, I'm not trying to fuck everything. You know what? When mm-hmm. I first went to Australia, I was touring with Will I Am, and I remember my homegirl hit me in my DMs and told me the most disturbing thing I ever heard in my life. And she said, bro, I know you're going to Australia. I just want to let you know that the legal age limit is 16. Okay, I said, so, why are you telling me this? So I was at the bar and somebody why brought you that up. Me this? As your eyes fucking dance. I was like, why are you telling me this? So did you fuck a 16 No, at the time, I think I was like, I was like 20, 28. I did Still not Still inappropriate. Of course. That's why I was like, why are you telling me this? She was like, I just want to let you know, because those girls out there, they're 16, but they look grown as fuck. So I'm at the bar, and the guy's pouring me a drink, and he looks extremely young. So I said to him, how old are you? <laughs> and he says, I'm 18. And I go, what are you doing in the club? He was like, well, we can work in the clubs at 18 out here. And I said, okay. I said, so what's the legal age of consent for sex? And he said, 16. I didn't even know how to take that. Mm-hmm. So I looked at my friend. I said, can you believe that? And he goes, yeah. I go, 
But if you have sex with a 16-year-old in Australia and you're American, is it illegal? And he said, no. But why would you even do that? What would y'all do? Why do you think a whole bunch of dudes go over to countries like Thailand and shit like that? Because they want to fuck with them trannies. Because they want, and they want to fuck kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where there's this whole just industry related to having sex with underage minors. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting. And it's I'm judging. shit over there. I'm judging. Okay, well, I will say that I in Australia, we went out there. I didn't know it was like this big thing called Mardi Gras, which was like a really, really big gay weekend. <laughs> so I get there, but apparently my friend knew. So we get there, and I mean, it's gay people everywhere, which I love my people. But what I love about the Australian movement in the gay community is, one, it's like super, how can I say it? Um, it's not as... All over the places out here. It's in a real centralized area, mm. but they're far more aggressive than we are. Like, a motherfucker walked up and put his hand in my drink. Oh, what? and I was like, excuse me, sir. I'm going to let you walk away <laughs> because you really don't know. It could go left. So then he turns around and he tries to put his tongue in my friend's mouth. Oh, um, so I'll say that that was the first and last time that I actually partied while I was there. But I did go to Bondi Beach. I did, mm. you know, get to see uh, Sydney and spend time with people. I ran into friends of David's. And so we mm. kicked it. And did you go I, see some koalas? I didn't because it was like an hour away. And, you know, for me, I'm not going to sit in a truck and go an hour one way to go see a koala bear and an hour. To, I can Google it. I hear that. <laughs> you was in Perth, Brisbane, Sydney. I was in Sydney. But I will say um, I will never I will never travel to Australia or any other country like that again without a real strong plan. Like I'm going to like an itinerary. I'm mm-hmm. going to do because I felt like sometimes I was just sitting in a hotel like, fuck it. Mm mm-hmm. I did not want to do shit because what am I going to do? I did go shopping. I went to Gucci, got mm-hmm. me some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, got a budget. I mean, I may have spent a little bit, but I'm, I mean, I, I got out, but I didn't really get to like, we didn't see rainforest. I don't even know if they have a rainforest, but I didn't see anything like that. I went to Bondi Beach and a bar and a club. You need an Australian as a tour, tour guide. Yeah. Well, David was supposed to be there, and he came a day late because he flew 30 hours from UK. David but- would not be the one that you want to be your tour guide because he's too self-involved. <laughs> Love you, David. Well, I did have a person that did offer to take me around. They did take me around to some mm-hmm. places. But then, you know, after we did the Bondi Beach thing, and I, I, honestly, I was ready to get home and work. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, had, I enjoyed the trip. Coming back, the plane ride was terrible. It was so much um turbulence in the air and mm-hmm. the whole way back he's sweating and praying i'm like i can't <laughs> mm-hmm. i can't that's me because you know i'm terrified of fucking flying but he got rude with me like the first time we it started shaking he like attacked me so I, <laughs> so every time he fell asleep i kept waking him up <laughs> hey nigga i think it's going down oh shit <laughs> nah. such a dick and uh, he got really upset but uh nonetheless australia is beautiful i will say that gorgeous if you don't like white men not to say that you shouldn't like white men or black men, but if you don't like white men, go to Australia because you will definitely have a change of mind. And it's super expensive over there, but their minimum, no, wa- their no. minimum wage is, high, is very high. Australia is not expensive. Actually, it's it's pretty affordable. It must have went down. No, it's pretty affordable. Now, um, and the exchange rate is only like a 1%. No, in terms, of the, in terms of living there. I'm saying, well, yeah. well, the, the uh, minimum wage is $18 an yeah. hour. I mean, comparable to our country, it's cleaner. The people were actually really nice. They have actually they have gun control. The food was really good. Mm-hmm. I was walking down the street and I was in King's Cross and I said to myself, I don't see one blood or one crip. No, you're <laughs> not see that. I like it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People were really friendly. Like I said, they were nice to me and and they Isn't don't everybody really see- physically fit out there? Like just packs and packs of runners. Listen, you don't understand Bondi Beach. I, I no, I do understand because I was there last year. Okay. I went to like three or four different beaches. I with wanted me. there was one person on the beach and he was with his girl. I'm, I'm assuming that was his girl. But I could have just went over and just licked him. Mm. He was fine as fuck. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, the people there are beautiful. Yeah. But the one thing I do want to complain about is there was a DJ. Her name was DJ Minx at Bondi Beach. She didn't know who Cardi B was. Wow. That's a good good and a bad thing to hear. How so? Because that means just Cardi still got some more work to do. Of course she got work to do, but everybody knows who Cardi B is. Well, obviously DJ Minx didn't. She's been a DJ for 14 years. So you asked her to play some Cardi B and she's like, who is that? What is that? (laughs) What is that? Yeah, I had to put her on blast. I put her on my Instagram. That's okay. But uh, shout out to the, the country of Australia for letting a nigga in and letting a nigga out. That's hysterical. I had a harder time getting back in the country than I did going out the country. Why? Because customs. No, the girl okay. at customs recognized me. So oh. as soon as I hit the oh, corner, gosh. she was like whispering into her friend and then they looking at me and then making their little faces. And then she gave me a hard time at the thing. 
Oh, uh, that's not a real legit reason. That means somebody was happy to see you. No. London, when I was flying back from London and the lady took my passport to go over and show other people my passport and then come back and tell me to follow her on Instagram, that was one thing. But this woman, she like wanted to tax on my property and then I had to tell her what, I mean, it was just, it was a lot. Got you. So I said to her, Godspeed. Well, I haven't been out the country in a good minute, so it's long overdue. You got to get your paper up. All right. So Melissa, (laughs) what did you do this past week? Uh, well, it was Oscar weekend, so um, I ended up going to a party um, that Leah Daniels was throwing. Did you go to that? I almost went to that. I wanted to go to that. I almost what? went to that. I damn Leah, by the way. Mm-hmm. I said I need to be on um, Stars or Empire. Right. I absolutely did. Did you not enjoy yourself? No. Why? It looked I- like he was having fun. I will always look like I'm having fun, even when I'm not. My dress was the bomb. You looked amazing. But it was a wasted, it was just wasted. Why was Shout that? Shout out to everybody at Ivan Baton Style House. I love you guys for keeping me laced. But seriously, that dress was um, actually an Australian dressmaker who I'm like obsessed with right now. Um, and oh, you look good. I saw the picture. Thank you. But it Why was, did you not enjoy yourself? Though? Well, first of all, because I just, I was overdressed. Straight up and down. That dress was like, should have been somewhere else, mm-hmm. okay? And I hate when that happens because I can never wear it again. Uh-huh. So I'm going to have to do a photo shoot with this dress. But I saw Breezy, I saw Breezy who yeah. was here on the show. As she Marie looked dressed up. Yeah. I, I could have simplified shit, you know. That dress was just not called for. Was for that, that a good particular party, event. though? It was too packed. It was just too packed. It was at the district. I was really confused by that. The district is a restaurant here in Beverly Hills. I just was really confused by everything. Was Lee Daniels there? I didn't see Lee Daniels there, no. Did you see Leah Daniels? Oh, yeah, I saw Leah. Did you talk to Leah? For a couple of seconds. Okay. But it just was so... Honestly, it was just a shit show, man. Everybody was trying to get in, and it was just a lot. And I went upstairs, and everybody's just bottlenecking towards the staircase to go upstairs. <laughs> and I'm upstairs, and I'm just like, people are stepping on my dress. I'm like, I got to get I'm the- over it. And there was one bartender, and 40 people lined up. I was like, this isn't going to work out for me. Yeah, that doesn't this, work. Because as soon as I feel stress, I need a cocktail. Who'd you go with? Uh, I was actually hanging out with Zendaya's father. <laughs> He's pretty cool. He's awesome. Wow. Now he, I'm gonna tell you where when, when it's a good time to hang out with him. Go to Soho House and have breakfast. You'll be there for like four hours because he can talk like a motherfucker. I, but it's a fun breakfast. He's a he's a fun person. No, I know. He's like the homie. How did you, so, know, you know him? Yeah, that's so funny. I know it's random. It yeah. seems random, so but nice. like he's the nicest guy ever. Um, but it tells you why she's nice. Yeah, she's been That's raised right. Yes. She's been raised right. Um, so I was hanging out with Zendaya's father, and then I was just like, yo, this isn't working for me. Let's go to Soho House. Closed. Boa. <laughs> Closing. I was like, I just need I'm a drink. Home. I just need a drink. And that's when you go to West Hollywood and find you in good old Abbey or the chapel because it's going to be open and yeah. it's going to be gay and it's going to be drinks. But this, but the dress, the dress and the shoes. Family, I just yeah. needed to retire it those off for gay, the night. Those gay boys would have carried you in there. Oh, I know. They would have loved it. I would have. I would have been Miss Ross for the night. But no, I just decided to just call it a night. Have one cocktail. Go home and call it a night. Plus. Side note: The last time I just thought, last time we ended up at the Abbey, we ended up in a sex party. Did we? The lust experience. Oh, yes, yes, that yes. That sounds fun. No, 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 no. Okay, no. all right, I digress. <laughs> we don't want to go down that road again. So that was your Oscar weekend. I also saw you and Takari have been out there hitting that track. Yeah. 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 All I been... saw was your ass just running backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You was getting it in. You do get it in when you do get it in. And I mean, you, And you yeah. went to the Lakers game. You look really, you guys look really good going to Lakers hey. game. I was like, where my, are these bitches going yeah. without me? Bumped it to my boy Jackie, I see. Yeah, oh, I so funny, so funny. So Jackie Long, who was my co-star in Love for Sale, um, which is like a cult classic. People love this movie. It is unbelievable. So I just happened to be telling um, Takara the story about, you know, the movie and how guys are in my DMs and want to deliver ribs to me and, Mm. you know, the effect that it has on people and stuff like that. And literally an hour later, Jackie Long shows up in the suite that we're chilling in. I was like, oh my God, it's almost like I just called it into existence. So me and him start talking about, we should do a sequel. So mm. we called up the director and writer of the movie like the next day and we were like, sequel. And he was like, I'm on it. Nice. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Jack, I would, Jackie DM me talking about, I need to holler at you about something and then never call me. Like, <laughs> I hate when people do that me? shit. Yeah. Shout out Jackie. I was like, when are you coming on the show, Jackie? He was like, I got a project I'm pushing so I'll be there in a month. I'm like. We got to tell him we had Mila Jan because he's been trying to fuck her for I don't know how long. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. I was there for that. I could have dangled he her said like a she, carrot then. He said she's the one that he would marry. Really? Yeah. Well, she's bomb. She's everything. I she really is. love her. She's she's super dope. Super I'm sorry sexy. I missed that interview. Mila, you got to come back. Yes. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Okay, so Gio, what did you do? And please, please, for the sake of God, do not tell the viewers you were sitting in your apartment. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I went to this... Oh, I went to uh, this party, this Oscar party at Warwick. I forget the calls or what who was throwing it, but it was fucking epic. Bumped into my ex fiance. Which one? Leti- Leti- her name's Leticia. Mm. Why uh, did you stutter? Oh, uh, because my mic went out. Uh-huh. Uh, so bumped into her and stuff. Then um, ended up at the Vanity Fair party. You did not go to Vanity Absolutely Fair. Absolutely did. Hold go on. to Vanity Fair. Hold Take party. pictures. Let, wait, wait, I want to see wait, pictures. Wait, wait, wait. Uh. wait. Be- Phone was this. Oh, shout out Let to Gucci you, for my, if my suit. If I go to Vanity Fair, that motherfucker gonna be all down. My phone my was dead. Oh, really? But mm-hmm. I absolutely. So, went to did the you talk Fair. to Meryl and who did you talk to? I talked to Issa. Okay, so how'd that go? To, it went Let splendid. me text Issa. And go ask ahead. Her what y'all go ahead. About. It was okay, splendid. And then I'm oh, fucking loud. I was not at the Vanity right, Fair. Right, and party. I ain't got Issa's number. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we even. <laughs> no, I just went to this Warwick party. Man, got super drunk. I was with Seth, Hands of Fury, and we. I got super lit. Why do you keep saying his name on the show? Does he do something for you? Because he ain't rubbed not he's, one person he's on this show. He's massaging him. I guess. Uh, he's oh. a good friend of mine. I support his business so and his he, company. And he's amazing at what he does. So does he? Does he? Has he given you massages before? Uh, when I had a crook in my neck, he helped my neck out a little bit. Like, so were you laying on your no, back? No, I, I was stomach? sitting up, and my ex at the time was in the room, Jason. I, I've heard of your ex. I've heard of better threesomes than that. Yeah. Um. Then um. There's actually a new movement now where boys want to have sexual relations with me and their girlfriend. Well, I'm definitely want to be part so of that movement. Weird. Uh, which re- is so weird because what am I going to be doing? I'm not touching a vagina. Yeah. Well, I received some are you. great fucking news this weekend. I just booked. A life-changing role that I cannot talk about, but that's why I'm so damn chipper today. Well, I'm telling you right now, if you have to gain weight for it, you got to leave the show. Oh, (laughs) gosh. No, I don't have to gain weight. I actually have to lose weight, but it's a life-changing role. And then I end up randomly with Takara Monday night. Nice. Where'd you guys go? She came, she came to my my more Mondays at Hollywood Hookah. Oh, Hollywood Unlocked, right. Not Hollywood Unlocked, Hollywood Hookah. Jesus bloody hell. And we had a good... God damn time. You hear me? That's mm. amazing. Mm. I love her. I love her a little. She got the little Ike, Ike Turner cut now. Little Beatles cut, bowl cut. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that. You said she has an Ike Turner. I guess that's how I she's told her that. Describe it. Ike Turner or she, Tina Turner? Ike Turner. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully she beat your ass when she sees this she show. She laughs her ass off. 